right, let's try this again. We we did this once, and now we're going to attempt it again. So welcome back to the Zeke. One last time. Yeah. <laughs> welcome back to the Zeke Said So show. Uh, as you guys know, this is the show where we talk all things about movies. And uh, uh, I would uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. So I'm Movie Rob. That is my poorly put together name, but it is what it is. I'm also here to talk about movies, TV shows, comic books, you name it. I know about it. Let's go. All right. Let's let's get started with the first movie news topic, which we are going to talk about is, Rob, there was a Ghostbusters trailer, a new trailer I heard. for the new Ghostbusters Afterlife is what it's called. And I'm going to tell you, I actually a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, it's intriguing. I, I think, honestly, this is more in line with what I wanted the last Ghostbusters movie to be. Um, I don't remember another Ghostbusters movie. I'm sorry. And so I'm, I'm – all I got to say is that there, it just wasn't good. It wasn't good. Let's just say that. Um, so – but the the fact that we got this new cast put together, it's gonna be a sequel to the original. I'm excited for it. What do what did you think of the trailer? Well, honestly, what I thought of the trailer, I like the whole vibe they're going with it. I like the way they're taking it more serious kind of approach to it. It kind of reminds me of the Force Awakens kind of like. Do you remember the very first trailer for that one? Yeah, it was very mysterious. Like we didn't really know much about it. All we knew was that it was a new Star Wars movie. Exactly, and it had like some of the uh, old uh, original members' voiceovers happening all over it, or something like that. Yeah, that's kind of what uh, this, that's kind of what it feels. What this feels like, it kind of feels like another Force Awakens. Honestly, this is what I, this movie is probably jumped to my highest anticipated movie of like twenty twenty. Yeah, I can't wait either. I'm definitely super up there. I did like now that now that this trailer has come out, it's it's like in my top five most anticipated like i'm super excited for it um i i am i do have some trepidations but overall really super excited um definitely you know yeah so let's what do you think uh finn wolfhart's character you know what i honestly at one point like in the trailer i didn't recognize him at first i was like wait is that Finn wolfhart is he did they cast him in this movie like <laughs> reason I didn't know he was in the movie and because I knew Paul Rudd was in the movie and I knew everyone else was in there but I didn't know that I forgot that Finn Wolfhart was even in the movie so have you noticed he's like in all 80s properties now yeah yeah he's it's crazy dude it's it is kind of crazy especially since he's he kind of started in a show that's all about 80s. the 80s yeah so and then um, he went on to do uh, it, which was set in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. And now, he, now he's here with uh, Ghostbusters twenty twenty. We're, we're not going to talk about it chapter two. We're just going to push that out of the way. Uh, I didn't say it chapter two. I don't even know what chapter two is. <laughs> what's chapter two? Uh, I don't recognize that. I don't recognize it either. All right, um, let's go ahead and move on to the next quick little topic here. Um, uh, speaking of trailers, stay keeping on the topic. We got a Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. I will start my opinion on this. I thought this trailer was meh. I, I, to me, 
look, I love the first Wonder Woman movie, but I find I don't find myself getting that excited for Wonder Woman 1984 because I feel like they didn't really, uh, not that they didn't give us much. It's just that they, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. There was something about it that just didn't sit well with me. And I just kind of felt, I, I felt like it kind of tonally was so drastically different from what the first one was. That's just in my opinion. Um, and I don't know. I just don't like the overall look of it either. It looks like, I don't know. It just kind of looks like a poor man's, you know, Marvel movie almost. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I don't know. I have faith in Patty Jenkins because I like what you said earlier. I, I love the actual first Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot better than a lot of other Marvel movies lately. Oh, yeah. Or not lately, but like uh, if I had to like rank it most of their, the other Most movies, of their like standalone movies. Like most of Marvel's yeah. movies. Wonder Woman would like top all of those because I, I, it was just a great film. Yeah, and I have faith Patty Jenkins could bring more to the table instead of just doing the same thing all over again. I feel like this is what she's trying to go for: is a different approach, a different take, and a different uh, tone than the first one. Yeah, which I can already see what's going on uh, with uh, Diana being more in tune with the world now, mm-hmm. and Steve Trevor being the uh, outcast. Yeah, like, and it's like uh, roles reversed. It's kind of interesting that this is another prequel like what i find interesting about it is that it's not really picking up after justice league it's more of a prequel to even before we see her in batman vs superman which yeah which is kind of interests me really makes sense yeah like well well we'll we'll just not touch on that (laughs) no Um, no 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 but like seriously like batman v superman the last like known sighting of wonder woman was uh in world war one yeah yeah, I mean that that That's was what they well, established. at least at least they established it. Like they they established that that was like the last known sighting of her because they do have Lex has the picture. Which, yeah. That was such a talk about a pointless subplot in a movie. Anyway, I'm not even going to you everyone knows what I think about Batman vs Superman. Um but I'm excited. I I I am a little bit more anticipated. I I I'm going to go see it. Because I did like the first one, and honestly, it looks a lot better than Birds of Prey. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Ooh, wasn't there supposed to be a new trailer? I think they said they weren't going to release it until like next month. I, they didn't release one that long ago. It was like what two months ago the last time they released a trailer. Yeah, I thought they were supposed to have like a Red Band trailer though, or something like that. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, that. <laughs> I, I've lost so much. That first trailer threw me off so much. I, at this point, just don't even care. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know about Birds of Prey. It reminds me of Suicide Squad all over again. You know how I feel about Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, too. yeah, I just let's just get James Gunn's Suicide Squad already. Um, okay. Uh, so the last movie news topic we're going to touch on is they have announced a release date for the fourth matrix movie. And it's coming out the same day as John wick chapter four. Uh, I heard, I heard. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The first movie I'm going to see out of these two is John wick chapter four. I couldn't agree more. 
the way the third one ended, just I have to see what happens next. Like, I have to see what happens next after that. Matrix, I honestly don't care what happens next at this point. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought the third one, although it was better than the second, I didn't really – I just kind of thought, eh, but did we have to continue? Dude, I don't even remember the second one or the third one. I just remember the first one. Yeah, I – the first one is amazing. Third one is bleh. And the second one is just pure garbage. But um, but I want to ask you, though. If someone wanted to ask you, which one are you seeing first? Matrix 4, John Wick Chapter 4. Which one are you going with? You have to choose one. Dude, I'm obviously going with John Wick. You really love the third one. Dude, I love the third one. I walked out of that movie so surprised of how much I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. It was just... Something about the John Wick series in total is such an interesting world that I want to know more. They've gotten better and better, honestly. Like, the the first one was pretty good. Like, the first one I remember watching... I I think my first one's, like, still my favorite overall. It's just... It just keeps getting grander and grander and it's like wow it, they don't slow down the action sequence they're still maintain quality all, all i have to say if you guys for those of you who have seen john wick chapter three you know exactly what i'm talking about the library scene just leave it that, at that yes <laughs> yes that is the perfect that if you guys want to know how to if you guys ever want an action scene that takes place in a library watch the library scene in john wick chapter three there's your it was there yeah example piece (laughs) but yeah uh, look i'm excited i am interested in matrix four i am super excited for john wick chapter four and i'm and let's face it i'm gonna see both of these on the same weekend you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to have a double feature day of Keanu. And you know, there are people are starting to make a petition or something like that to make that uh, Keanu Reeves day. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would love a Keanu Reeves day because I'll, Dude, I'll just I think the, everyone wants a Keanu Reeves day. I'll just spend that day watching um hit, all watching, of his movies. Yeah, all of his movies, including his small role. And a lot of people don't even recognize him, but small role in Toy Story 4. So... <laughs> Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Canada's greatest stuntman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That movie was oh, so good. Actually, I do have like a little spin off question uh, revolving around Keanu Reeves. I don't know if we have time for this, but oh, no, let me just uh, shoot this real quick. If you were to see him have a role in either Marvel or DC, what role would you cast him as? Oh, man. Oh man. Hmm. I was going to say Brainiac in the DCEU, but could you imagine how funny that would what? be? What? Brainiac? What's wrong with you? Could you imagine how funny that would be? <laughs> <laughs> um, whoa. We could probably cast him as Electro. I mean, they already butchered Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, so if Keanu Reeves gets cast as Electro, he can't do much harm. Honestly, you know who I can see him perfectly fitting in line with? Who? Either Silver Surfer or Adam Warlock. 
I'd probably go more Adam Warlock, but those are two really good choices. Those are re- two really good choices. Um, I don't know. I just need to see his like kind of airheadedness and like what he does in like the Bill and Ted Adventures is playing so well with the other Guardians. Yeah, but can we just get can we just get Keanu Reeves in the MCU already? Come on, Kevin Feige, what are you doing? Get, get, They're trying to get him a role. I know. I've heard that many, many times. Yeah, yeah. Him and Ryan Reynolds. Let's get them both in the MCU. Yes. Well, Ryan Reynolds is already there. We just yeah. probably don't know. By it the way, I this isn't on our topics, and no one brought it up in the questions. But that free guy trailer. Oh, that free guy trailer was amazing. Yeah. Like, oh man, me, I'm watching that opening day. You know it. Yeah, I, I have to, like I after watching that trailer, I'm like, I need to see this opening day. <laughs> this is great. Yes. Um. Okay. Well. Let's go ahead and move on with the Q&A questions. Uh, if you guys want to send in any questions, you can send them in via Instagram, Twitter, or if you're a Patreon supporter, you can also send them in through Patreon. We do, I do take questions from there too. Um, but let's go ahead and uh, get started with the first one. And the first one, I know I'm going to let Robert answer this one first. It's <laughs> Godzilla v. Kong showed a clip at Brazilian Comic-Con. Thoughts? Oh, my God goodness you have no idea uh what i woke up to and i woke up i was checking instagram i see this little clip i'm like oh what's this all about it's the uh it was the whole um warner brothers like real or something like that in the very end it shows kong rearing up and punching godzilla on top of an aircraft battleship yeah now let me tell you that easily makes my hype meter go up and beyond because just that one shot irradiated god filled power like just the way it was shot the sun glowing behind them the shadows it was just glorious let me tell you yeah i just i remember i woke up to that same to that text message i woke up and you had texted me dude have you seen this i was like what what is it and i watched it and i was like it's just showing a bunch of dc stuff and then all of a sudden the godzilla versus kong thing comes out and i'm like i screamed like a little girl on christmas just seeing king kong punch godzilla was the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life (laughs) honestly there's there's so much hype building on this movie. I feel like the marketing has to do justice on this. They have to get the best marketers out there yeah. to make this right. Otherwise, this film is going to end up like King of the Monsters. Oh, yeah. That's such a shame. And I really loved King of the Monsters. Just let me tell you, King of the Monsters is fantastic. And I feel like King of the Monsters is like one of those fun action films. You yeah, just- that's... And sit on back that level, and watch. On that level, it's really fun and it's really exciting. And I, um, I just, ugh, I can't wait for King Kong versus Godzilla. I really can't. I, I'm a little skeptical of Adam Wingard though, but I really do have faith in him, and I yeah, have faith that he's going to come through. Yeah. Speaking of Adam Wingard, I, I think I told you this. Uh, I think I've mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned this, but. I finally watched his Death Note movie, and um, oh no, another topic. No, nope. nope. I'll um, no, 
I won't. Sorry. I won't talk about that today. I'll that will. I'll save that for another podcast. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Um, I'm pretty. That that's definitely my top number one anticipated movie. You know how I'm a big Godzilla. It's probably it, it's probably like my number two, number number two or number. I it, it switches places with my two or three spot, but man, what is your number one? My number one is uh, that new Pixar movie Soul. Uh, I saw definitely. that te- I saw that teaser and I just got the I I instantly got those Inside Out slash um, Up vibes to it. It just feels like um, that type of movie. Um, okay, let's move on with the next one. Rank the Jurassic Park movies from worst to best. Easy, 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 easy. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. I don't think you're ready. Um, I'm I'm not sure if I'm ready, but go. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, this is probably everyone's list, to be honest. It's gonna go: Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic Park Three, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic World, and Jurassic Park. Mm. Yeah, I I would. Uh, for me, it's Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic Park 3, the first Jurassic Park. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, uh, dude, I was about to sock you all the way <laughs> from where I'm at. Uh, the Lost World of Jurassic Park. Um, and then I probably have Jurassic World and Jurassic Park. So I th- I'm pretty much the same rankings almost. Yeah. Um, I, th- I feel like that's everyone's ranking, to be honest. There's some people who prefer uh, well, Jurassic World it's over crazy. The Lost World or like, um, The Lost World. Oh, it just really depends. It's crazy on preference. I, I've heard I've heard some people say that Fallen Kingdom is actually the second best. I I I well, want those people to go out. I don't understand why. Their lives. <laughs> I don't understand why, but. Um. I yeah. I walked out of that movie furious. Yeah. You you know. We saw we saw it together. I mean, I I walked yeah. out. I had to tell that. you how bad it was. Take you to the theater, make you watch it. Yeah. And like tell you, dude, I'm not making this up. This was it actually made. Yeah. The decisions here. Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> I feel like it, I, don't, uh, I don't hate it as much as I don't think I hate it as much as you do, but for me, that movie has a pretty decent first half where it's on the island and all the island stuff is okay but everything else after they get off the island is such trash i feel like they should have taken it in a different direction especially with the whole volcano subplot i thought that was just so dumb yeah it was better it was better in the trailer let's just not even then the trailer was kind of whack the, well, the first one where but, it had the, like the weird song going on, like "You Can't Control Me," "You Can't" t-, or whatever it well, was doing, the very like first, Chris Pratt. The very first trailer they released, I think it came out actually a week after the Infinity War trailer. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. And then the next one where they basically gave away the entire movie was trash. Yeah, <laughs> um, which we will get into when we talk about uh Star Wars. <sighs> Let's. Move on. This one I think is going to speak very true to you. Uh, do you, we? Do you think we will ever see Diego Luna as Ghost Rider in the MCU? 
Okay. Uh, if I'm being completely honest with myself and everyone at Marvel, I have to sadly say no. Mm, yeah. As much as I love him, and as much as I loved him as Ghost Rider, I felt like he was one of the perfect casting choices. I feel like Marvel won't see that, and they're just going to go with someone else, like Johnny Blaze or Danny uh, Catcher or Fletcher. I forgot his name. Yeah. His name is Danny. Yeah. This this person, by the way, got the first name of the actor wrong. It's actually Gabriel Luna. <laughs> I should have read. What did you say? I, it says uh, – I just copy and paste You put it. Diego Luna. Yeah. You. Yeah. It, I, it, I copy and pasted it, so – I just, oh, I'm so, oh, sorry, dude. I mean, Gabriel. I man, I, uh, and he was just in Terminator as well. He was the best part. He was almost, I mean, I think he was part of Terminator. I think he was probably the best part of the Terminator, like the recent Terminator movie for me. Yeah, yeah. But um, as far as his Ghost Rider goes, I love his Ghost Rider. I loved what they did with him. Honestly, I kind of fell out of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's, I know it's in its final yeah. season right now. But I got to tell you, if Marvel decided to bring Gabriel Luna into the MCU, maybe give him a Disney Plus show, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But I know deep down that they're not going to do it, especially since Marvel Television just got it's just just, is shutting its doors. I don't think I don't see that happening. I don't see them bringing the characters from Marvel Television into the MCU. Like I just don't. It's quite unfortunate, dude. Yeah, I was pretty bummed when I heard that. It's it's the end of an era, you know. With with the Netflix shows getting canceled, Agents of Shield. Even though I fell off, like in mid, probably around after season five. I, hey, you know what? I liked Agents of Shield when it was on. Like I really did. Um, but I feel like it could have been better at times. But yeah, yeah. I just wish they. Don't get me wrong. I love Agent Coulson, but that was kind of the one mistake they made was making the show about him. I don't know. But um, I, I feel guys... like the biggest mistake was uh, introducing the Inhumans Ooh. through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And that show. That was a... Oh! I don't remember a show. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, I don't remember going well, to the should, IMAX cause we, screening. Because we did a vlog video. We did a vlog video. Oh. Seen it in IMAX, so. <laughs> the first episode wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Yeah. I remember. And it just got so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> I I tried watching it after I saw that IMAX screening, and I hated it. I just couldn't get through it. Um, Okay, so let's go ahead and. What do you think we'll see for first? An MCU movie win Best Picture at the Oscars, or a Star Wars movie getting nominated? Um, I'm gonna have to go with Marvel. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say that because unfortunately, I don't think Star Wars is at that place yet where it's Oscar. You know, Star Wars has been nominated before. Yeah, it has the the original. Uh, yeah, original movies. So yeah. I mean, I would say they should, but they're just not pushing their limits. Yeah, they're but... not pushing CGI or groundbreaking effects. They're well, just doing the typical they... action movie stuff. They really, they really don't. Well, they did push um, the Force Awakens a lot at the Oscars, and it got like I 
think four not four or five nominations for mostly for technical awards and John Williams for a score. But and then Rogue One got a best VFX Oscar, which I don't understand that because the effects in Rogue One are terrible. What are you talking about? CGI Targ One. CGI Targ. We don't talk okay. I'm CGI talking about Leia. everything else. I'm talking about everything else. Like the ships, the scale. The death oh yeah, star. no, I don't. I I'm not saying those are terrible. Those are great looking, but the the I the CGI Tarkin just makes me sick. Like every time I watch, I was watching Rogue One just to review it, and those effects just do not hold up. And that movie came out a few like three years ago. <laughs> wow, we're old. So, ugh, I, yeah, I know. Um. But yeah, I I would probably say an MCU movie. Plus, you know, just recently, Black Panther. They just been nominated for like a lot of stuff, haven't they? Yeah, I I was kind of like, thinking. Uh, not gonna lie, until Joker came out, I thought they would consider Endgame to get nominated for Best Picture. But then you know, Joker came around and kind of kicked Endgame to the curb. So, whew. Um, well, if I were to compare the two now, like now I look back at it. Joker still obviously will come out on top, mm-hmm. but if we're to, like overall movie. Yeah, but if we're talking about comic book movies, oh yeah, then Endgame is one of Endgame. the best com- one of the best comic book movies. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that should be recognized, but not as like the best feature film mm-hmm. or best actors because they all did their part. I feel like. When uh best actors should have been like um and they're like their own movies where they can actually stand out, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm making any sense because they're I all kind of just supporting. I kind of wish I kind of wish Robert Downey Jr. Uh, sadly, he's not going to be in the conversation just because there's just so many other actors who are. I I, don't, I hate to say this, but better than his performance in Endgame, but. I just I, I kind of wish we did get to see him get recognized for his final performance as this character because man he steals Endgame for me like he's the best part he does. of the movie. Um, I feel like him and Captain America really steal the show. Yeah, well, I mean, it is the end of their arc, so it kind of makes sense why they steal the show. It is really the ending of their journey, so to me, it makes perfect sense why they are two of the best parts of that movie um, i feel like what really uh should be like best supporting actor should have been thanos in like some cases or like at least best cgi would definitely go to endgame honestly they have some great cgi oh yeah the effect well hmm oh i don't know i think if it counts i don't know if it's going to count because they did nominate it for best animated film but Honestly, if we're talking about visuals, I'm going for the Lion King on this one. Uh... Lion King was able to make this entire photoreal environment without actually going on location and shooting the entire thing. Think what you will about the movie itself. Those effects are... I know. There's a lot of people who don't like Lion King. I know. Uh, I'm the only one. <laughs> um, okay. Thoughts on the on Flash 2022 release date? 
About damn time. Excuse my language. Well, no, this is like the fourth release date for this movie. Yeah. Like, I, I, I honestly kind of like how I felt about Matt Reeves' Batman movie until recently. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see movement on it. You know, like unless Ezra Miller um, comes out on a stage and announces to the world that he's going to be the Flash in 2022, then I'm not I don't buy it. I don't buy even with Andy Muschietti attached to the project, I just don't buy it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's probably gonna be announced like officially the Comic Con, introducing the cast of the Flash, and it's gonna be all like a different cast. There's no Ezra Miller anymore. It's just like a complete reboot. Yeah, let's just hope. Which is gonna uh, be quite unfortunate. Let's just hope Andy Muschietti can make up for it. Chapter two. <laughs> Ooh. I keep picking on him for that movie, but I just oh. Oh, hey, chapter two. All right, what's our uh, what's our next uh, thoughts Q&A? on Shazam two coming? Uh, thoughts on Shazam two coming out a week before Spider Verse two. I'm gonna talk about this first. I am excited. I am so so excited. I wanted a Shazam two. I am so glad that it's finally got a release date and that it's coming out a week before Spider Verse two. Because that's just going to be one heck of a month. Do you know what day it's on? Uh, April, April Fool's Day, April 1st, 2022. Yeah. You know how funny that is? And this is why I have massive respect for the director of Shibzen. Not only is he originally came from YouTube of all places with the short film, wow, made that oh, yeah. movie, went on to Annabelle Creation. Now he's doing a superhero movie that was actually good. Yeah, it. I just Shazam is one. It's probably like my third favorite comic book movie of the year. I have Joker, definitely Joker, Endgame, and then Shazam. Like DC has really done a good job this year. They really they stepped up the game. They yeah, stepped up the game. And honestly, I honestly, you know, taking Flash out of the equation because I still don't believe that Flash is, you know gonna happen they they've been getting they've been doing a good a pretty good job with other with other material i mean they put together a great cast for batman and james gunn's suicide james gunn is shooting suicide squad right now and that is exciting to me like i can't honestly whatever james gunn does from anything from like your smaller movies or whatever I'm gonna go be the first in line to watch it. James Gunn. Oh yeah, me. Honestly, he's a, he's one of my, my new inspirations lately. He is a great like honestly the one of the movies I go back to. If you guys want to study James Gunn's other work, other outside of Marvel, watch this movie he did called Slither. That movie yes. is awesome. That movie is amazing, and I. It's so underrated because it. a lot of people don't talk about it. When they think of James Gunn, they usually think of Guardians because he did such a good job with Guardians. But Slither, to me, is so freaking good. Like, I think it's the second best movie behind the first Guardians, honestly, for me. Honestly, you know what was a funny movie? And probably, like, whoa, his, whoa. his old self movie. Mm-hmm. Super. 
That's a good one too. That's actually a pretty good one. I I, I remember I watching that movie watch- when I was fifteen, and I was so confused. I watched it. I I want to say I was seven seventeen when I saw it. I, I saw it very late. I was very yeah. late to James Gunn's other work because I was just so focused on his work on Guardians that I didn't even pay attention to his other stuff. And then I think right about 17, I found out that he directed other movies. And that's when I saw Slither for the first time and Super. So, um, yeah. I'm. But anyway, Shazam 2, can't wait. And, um, yeah, it's coming out a week before Spider-Verse 2, which is my most anticipated movie of that year. Sorry. But... Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, okay, so thoughts on the new Star Wars Rise of Skywalker clip? Uh, you want to talk about this? Uh, yeah. I absolutely love this clip. Uh-huh. I love it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I love it. I love the idea of it. I love where uh, spoilers, I guess. But you know, not really, since it was released online by Star yeah. Wars by Disney. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, it was uh, it starts out like last uh, or something like that, which is um, what my friend at um, and now actually pointed out that this is possibly the opening of the movie. Wow, I would I would because James, if they open the movie like that, one heck of a Star Wars opening. <laughs> yeah, because uh, my friend, because remember the uh, interview he did with um, not Jimmy Kimmel, um, Jimmy Fallon, where the very first words spoken in the Rise of Skywalker, 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 is mm-hmm. at. So you know, put one and two together. Yeah, but anyways, back to what the clip was about is uh, it, uh Palpatine is like at last we find like near blah blah blah. That every voice in your head has uh, has been me all or something something like that. Yeah, you know, I don't oh. know the exact words because my memory is kind of shot. You know, for me, this trail, this clip, yes, it is great. I do wish we would have saved it for the movie. Yes, but, but. It was still an awesome clip. Still an awesome little piece of footage that we got to see. And I you know, I'm getting more and more excited for this. Whereas in the beginning of the year I wasn't too hyped for this movie. Now uh, that dude, we're getting same closer, here. Now that we're getting closer after, and closer to it, I find myself getting more pumped for it. After the um the last Jedi solo, I've just been on the downhill from Star Wars, and I just—I haven't been interested. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And then the wonderful little green baby that restored my faith in humanity, Baby Yoda. Spoilers for the Mandalorian, but okay. <laughs> Shut up! It's been out for a week. Everyone knows who Baby Yoda is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the memes. <laughs> after the Mandalorian show, my faith mm-hmm. has been reignited, and I just. Fell back into the Star Wars lore, its whole community, and just I'm, I find myself more excited than I was, and two months ago, two months ago I couldn't care less. I didn't even buy tickets. 
Right, yeah. I bought tickets. I only bought tickets like I bought tickets literally the day they went on sale. Even though I wasn't, even though I w- I liked that last trailer that they put out for the Monday Night Football trailer, I did like it. Didn't love it as much as um the the D twenty three footage that they released online. Yeah, uh, that D twenty three, by the way, was so great. <laughs> was um, but, but uh. Yeah, I just find myself getting more, and I think the man. I think this is something that they that Disney did that was so smart. Okay, okay. So the podcast cut off. It's going to continue. Well, I'll I'll fix it in editing. I'll fix it in post. We'll do it live. Fix it in post. Uh, <laughs> All right, one um, last but, time. But um, but yeah, no. I I was just talking about you know putting the Mandalorian before the Rise of Skywalker. Just was such a brilliant move on their part was yeah it was genius like i it is one of the decisions that i'm glad disney made made this decision because by the way next week we're getting not only a mandalorian episode on wednesday but we're also getting the rise of skywalker the next day that's right just gotta put that out that's genius that just gotta put that out there just gotta put that out there um, okay, uh, then last question, and my computer shut off, so I'm lo- looking at it on my phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> what What are your top five favorite comic book movies of all time? Ooh. That's a that's, that's such a an. In- it is. Um, should I go first, or do you want to go first? You, you go first because you probably already have your list out, and you're. Know what I'm doing. I'm just. I haven't. I haven't really. I. I didn't write my list down. This is really on just my the top of my head. My, I'll start from number five. Um, number five for me, I have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That movie, every time I watch it, is so gets better and better. And to me, it it should have been nominated for Best Picture last year, but that was ridiculous. Um, and it won animated picture, didn't it? It did, but it should have been nominated for best picture. Well, that's all I'm going to say. It was the best movie of last year. Um, and honestly, like, I think, you know, this is going to be very, you know, repetitive, but my favorite comic book movies are the ones that take chances, that take the risk, that don't really, um, that do something a little bit more risky. And Spider-Verse does something risky by introducing this element of multiverses and multiple dimensions and stuff like that. It, and for an animated film, it really uh, doesn't feel like a movie that's just made for kids. It feels it, – it's, you know, anyone, any age can enjoy it, really. Um, my number four is – talk about another movie that takes chances, Avengers Infinity War. Definitely, Ugh. dude. That movie, just having it start with Thanos and ending it with Thanos is something that no comic book movie would do. No comic book movie would have a, well, a mainstream comic book movie would have their villain win at the end. You know? Yeah. Like, and Avengers Infinity War took that chance and, and made the villain win at the end and i 
I loved it. And it proves to me that the Russo brothers are just fantastic filmmakers. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, well, in a few minutes. <clears throat> My third favorite, and this is one that's, that's probably going to shock you, Robert, but Logan. Um, yeah. I love Logan. This movie, again, talk about taking chances. This movie feels like a gritty Western meets a road trip movie. It is so fantastic and so beautiful. The way uh, Hugh Jackman was able to, you know, just pull out the best performance he's ever given as Wolverine, while also James Mangold giving us the best story in the Fox X-Men era. Like, this is by far the best movie the Fox X-Men era has put out, in my opinion. And I love the... I love X-23. I love all of the stuff with the bad guys in is great. And it just, to me, it feels like a great, it feels like Unforgiven with Wolverine in it. You know? Um, my number two, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I, at one point, I had the first Avengers at number two, but the more I watch Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the more I love it. And it talk about taking chances. This movie is not a comic book movie. It is a political, a 1970s political thriller. And to me, this proved to me that the Russo brothers are serious business, that they're not just the guys who directed episodes of like community. The or, community. Yeah. yeah. They're not just comedy directors. They are top notch directors. And to me, I understand why Marvel trusted them to do the Avengers movies because they are it this movie proves that they are fantastic filmmakers. And my number one, my number one all-time favorite comic book movie is no uh, no surprise, um, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, talk about you know what? Heath Ledger's Joker to me is one of the best movie, not just comic book movie villains movie villains we have got is one of the best movie villains we've gotten in a in any movie like i think he's right up there with uh with darth vader as one of the greatest movie villains of all time just the way he talks the way he was able to kind of figure out batman's weakness it was just that movie it's it's a hardcore a crime drama with batman in it and that's what i love about it and I and Christopher Nolan that that trilogy as a whole is just was just really fantastic. So I would go with the Dark Knight as my favorite. So I'm gonna run down my list real quick. At number five, I got Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Number four, Avengers: Infinity War. Number three, Logan. Number two, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. And number one is the Dark Knight. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's a good list. It, Not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to go down for my list, it's going to be number five, Infinity War. Mainly for all the reasons you said it. Also, I feel like it's the best, better, well-put-together movie. Mm-hmm. If I were to choose between Infinity War and Endgame, I will always choose Infinity War over. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Like, to I me, like Infinity War is a perfect movie, honestly. like I, It's a perfect comic book movie. Yeah. Number four is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Again, Russo Brothers knock it out of the park again. Uh, 
So do you think, first off, before you continue with your list, do you think Winter Soldier is the best film that the Russo brothers have done? Or do you think Infinity War kind of notches it over? For me, personally, I feel like Infinity War is me, my personal favorite film. Uh Uh-huh. But overall, a story maybe easier to uh, comprehend, I guess. Something Mm -hmm. that actually has a meaning to tell. Yeah. I'm going to go Winter Soldier. Yeah. I, I, I kind of prefer Winter Soldier over Infinity War, but they're both fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm messing up my own list. So we got five Infinity War, four Winter Soldier, three. Ah, uh, dude, these are so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is hard. Like, honestly, my top ten is difficult. I, I I can figure out my top five easily, but, like, my top, my other five, I just get stuck on. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Shazam as your number three. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I Explain know. yourself. <laughs> well, one it's just it's it's, crazy a, how, it's a great movie, but like top. I don't know why top three. Just I, I put it in the top ten, but top three. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I fell in love with this movie when I first watched it. I watched it like four times in theaters, and I just every single time I was just. Wowed. I watched it. it me, I watched it recently, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> it was just well put together, and just honestly, it captures the perfect essence of the golden era of DC. Yeah, it reminds me of the old uh, comics with uh, Shazam, where like G Willikers, or you know, he's saying like stupid kid shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what I love about the movie. It takes that modernizes it and makes it into this lovely film that I can watch every Christmas like day. Like I'm gonna I make it I'm making it a tradition to watch it every year. Yeah, I forgot on- it does take place on Christmas. I forgot it's about my favorite that. it's one of my favorite Christmas movies now. Yeah <laughs> I would say so. Alright okay so yeah Shazam is definitely up there. Uh two I couldn't decide so I'm just gonna put both up there. I don't I don't care about your stupid rules Zeke. <laughs> They're both about the same character. Okay. Is uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man 2. Yeah, you know, I I kind of, you know, for me, I kind of fought with Spider-Verse and Spider-Man 2. I fought with that. Which one would make the top five? And to me, I just chose Spider-Verse. Yeah. And number one, it's obviously going to be the Dark Knight. Come on. No one can ever top that. That scene, man, that scene where Joker is sitting in the mob and he just, he says, how about a magic trick? We'll make this pencil disappear. Just takes the guy's head and slams it in the desk. And, oh, I remember when I saw that for the first time as a kid being like, oh. (laughs) This movie is just, I remember watching it in theaters. Yeah. And I remember, wow. I'm going to be Batman from now on. And ever since then, I always made a joke like, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. It was because of this movie that made me love comic books even more than I do than before. Uh It's just they took comic books and made it into this brilliant detective story between a psychotic clown and a guy who dresses up like a bat. But they made it serious and they made it work. Yeah. And 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 this is why I love the movie. It's just... Perfectly done, and Christopher Nolan, 
I will kiss you right now. (laughs) 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 You mad lad. But, I mean, yeah, the credit just goes to Christopher Nolan because he was able to take... Because, let's face it, the Joker... The thought of the Joker as... If you just take the premise, a clown who kills people. That's a bit silly. But Christopher Nolan was able to take that and make it this grounded, dark, psychotic world that Heath Ledger's Joker lives in. And Heath Ledger, I think this is one of the best performances we've seen in a comic book movie. I think it is. I think it... Like, this was probably hardest choice for me to oh, like for choose pick and choose because he really can't but if i had yeah. to choose heath ledger in walking phoenix i'm gonna choose heath ledger walking phoenix is great i think he's like yeah. literally like literally a millimeter behind heath ledger they're just two legendary actors and you can't really compare them but if i had to choose i'm gonna go with heath ledger I remember a lot of people asked me, you know, do do I think Joaquin Phoenix is better than Heath Ledger? And I just thought, they're well, they're two completely different characters. But if I had to, if I had to choose, I, yeah, Heath Ledger just gave the better performance. And honestly, if I were to watch Joker and Dark Knight together, I would like be that. That would be honestly, I made it a tradition. Like you made it a tradition to watch Shazam on Christmas. My tradition is to watch. Uh, um, Batman, uh, The Dark Knight on Halloween. I don't know why, yes. but it's, it's been, I made that a tradition to watch it on Halloween. I have a lot of weird traditions with the movies. Like, I also watch Krampus even every year, and that movie was just okay. I don't you know, know what, just... honest, I'm gonna be honest. Krampus, I would say, is one of my favorite, uh, honestly, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. It's a very it's weird like, Christmas it's, movie, but it's, it, it reminded, me of gremlins mm-hmm. which is another great christmas movie oh yeah honestly i have this huge hodgepodge of christmas movies to watch i need to get on it because you know i just realized it's already december actually let's let's actually close the podcast out with this what are christmas movies that you like to watch like give me your full five movies you like to watch on christmas Right now? <laughs> yeah, right now, right now, right now. We'll, right now. we'll end right. podcast on this. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got Die Hard. We got Gremlins. We got Krampus. We got Shazam. Oh, shoot. I'm missing a fifth one. Oh, obviously Elf. Yeah, uh, I was about to say, you better, he better say Elf. <laughs> Dude, um, no, you can't do Christmas without Elf. Yeah, I mean, honestly, to me, Elf is one of my favorite movies that Jon Favreau's ever directed. Like, I... Love that movie, and honestly, let's face it, I, I love John Favreau. I love him Dude. as, as a as a director, as an actor, chef, whatever. <laughs> I love John. I'm Favreau. gonna kiss that mad lad. <laughs> oh, just like Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yeah. Um. But if I had to come up with a list, I would say Elf is my number one go to Christmas movie. Then I have Nightmare Before Christmas because yes, that is a Christmas movie, despite what everyone uh... may say. They only celebrate Halloween one time in the movie, and the rest of the movie is about a skeleton that doesn't want to celebrate Halloween anymore, that wants to celebrate Christmas for once. Okay? So it's a Christmas movie, and I'm sticking to it. I would watch that movie again, but it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth after uh, 
After yeah. To my ex. Oh. It's lit. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. That was. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll but number three, I would probably like my third. <laughs> <laughs> that was. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my. God. Otherwise, I would watch it, but you know, it's just like. Uh... Oh my god! That was. <laughs> the people listening to this are probably like, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, after that, I would probably go with Gremlins. And then the the fourth one is Krampus, and then I would say, this is a ridiculous. This is so stupid. I don't even know why I'm about to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Even though it 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 also is about Hanukkah, I'm gonna say Eight Crazy Nights. Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of! You need to leave. I'm sorry. This is my podcast now. You have no <laughs> to give movies anymore. If you watch a crazy, oh, oh wait, God. actually, no, no, I just forgot one, and I can't believe I forgot one. And I'm going to throw myself out the window for forgetting this one. I would say the fifth one. I'm gonna say, I'm sorry, a crazy nights, but my fifth one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You know, I haven't watched that movie in like ten years. That movie's funny. I watch it every single Christmas. And I was actually watching Elf the other night, and I'm like, you know what? After this, I'm going to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I love that movie. Like, every time I watch it, it just gets me into the Christmas spirit. But that's me. Um, Well, guys, that will do it for the Zeke Said So show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you guys want to check this podcast out, it is available where all podcasts can be found. Um, I know those of you are probably going to be like, but what about Apple Podcasts? Uh, I am trying to figure that out. <laughs> I'm honestly trying to figure it out. And it, it, it's just, it's, it's hard to figure some of this stuff out when I am. It really, yeah. Um, so, it, I'm, but it is. This thing, oh, wow. We're, this is awkward. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Anchor is pretty. This was a pretty weird setup, not going to lie. But I, I think I'm actually going to start doing stuff on here more. I, yeah. th- I actually really like this. Yeah, and then maybe you'll have me on as a guest, and I'll just bring up some more awkward stuff on the on the podcast. Oh, God, no. no. After the eight crazy nights thing? No, get out of here. <laughs> I ain't never having you on my podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, it is available on Spotify and uh, Google Podcasts and any other place you want to look for podcasts. Um, and... Uh, if you guys want to go check out my Patreon, oh, by the way, for those who are who are Patreon supporters, if you go to if you go to the two dollar tier, you will see that I have posted two Star Wars reviews. I'm about to upload my Revenge of the Sith review and my review for Solo: A Star Wars Story. Um, those will go up on the Patreon, maybe tonight or tomorrow. I'm not so sure when, but it will go up at some point uh, today or uh, today tonight or tomorrow morning. So, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, at, I'm For those of you, actually, I'm recording this on Friday, so I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, um, uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, Robert, uh, thank you for joining me on this show. Of course, dude. It it has it has it was this was a very packed show, honestly. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, And if you guys like this podcast, make sure you 
subscribe to the podcast and make sure you share it because that is the most important thing is this. we build this share show it. Up. Share it now. Do yeah. It. Do share it. it. Do share it. it now. Do it. Do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Spread the do word. It. Let's let's beat out uh let's let's give a big one middle finger to YouTube for kicking movie reviewers off YouTube. Anyway. <laughs> I will talk to you guys next I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Peace.